Hello everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of Concast, the consulting podcast of NIBM Pune, powered by Consult, the consulting club of NIBM Pune. Today we are both privileged and absolutely delighted to have Mr. Pius Agrawal sir with us. Sir is currently assistant manager serving in the financial advisory valuations international division at Deloitte India. Talking about his education, sir has done his BCom honors from St. Xavier's College, Kolkata. Sir is a qualified chartered accountant. He cleared all the CA examinations in the very first attempt. Sir has done his articleship training with Deloitte India. Sir was ranked ninth in the CA IPCC examination. Sir is also a CFA level two candidate. Sir started his corporate journey as an associate, then moved on to be senior associate, then audit senior, and finally assistant manager at Deloitte. Talking about his awards and recognition, Sir has been awarded for his excellent auditing work with awards like Lift the Dot, Move the Dot at Deloitte. Sir will be delivering his talk on the topic strategic and corporate restructuring, key concerns and procedures. Sir, this is indeed a tremendous pleasure to have you here. And before we dive into our discussion for the day, we would be grateful if you could tell us more about yourself and your academic and professional journey. Over to you, sir. Thank you, Bishal, and thank you, NIBM Pune, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, and thank you, guys, for uh, wasting your time uh, in hearing me out. So I hope that I can uh, make this session insightful for you guys. And uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. So to introduce myself, I would say I am born and brought up in Kolkata, West Bengal. And um, I did my schooling from Delhi Public School, Mega City. Then I went on to uh, do a graduation in BCom Honors at St. Xavier's College, Kolkata. Along with my graduation, I pursued Chartered Accountancy course and um, even went on to securing an all india rank nine in my CAIPCC exams uh, apart from that uh, i am pursuing cfa as well so and i have future plans uh, of pursuing an mba as well uh, about myself i would like to say when i am free and i want to spend time with myself so i listen to music and um, like to drive go on long drives so i know how to drive a car as well so that's all i would say and also i'm a uh, ardent follower of cricket so right now i want to support india because after that loss india need a must win match against uh, new zealand tomorrow so let's see how it goes that's all so interesting so about your interest and your profile so and so and one more thing so like it's not that we are wasting our time so it's actually enlightening for us to listen to you sir so no i i said that because you guys have a, a very hectic schedule and uh, as you uh, mentioned uh, when we had uh, a conversation last time that you guys have to um, remain awake until 4 a.m so in that yes, sense, sir. I, yeah. Yes, sir. That's the one few pitfalls of the MBA life, sir. But it's where it's we are enjoying this life, sir, for now. So and uh, so, like, uh, let's now going to the topic, sir. Like, uh, so, could you brief us on what exactly is strategic and corporate restructuring? Like, sir, are they distinct from one another? Are they interrelated, sir? Okay. 
so uh, basically uh, before diving into the topic i would say ki let's understand what corporate restructuring is all about so uh, corporate restructuring is done by an organization uh, when uh, they want to modify their capital structure or when they want to uh, reduce their operations significantly basically an entity opts for uh, corporate restructuring when they are in a financial distress or when they are uh, having a financial jeopardy so then they try to matlab uh, uh, run their operations smoothly by uh, resorting to corporate restructuring i would say uh, and uh, like corporate restructuring involves ways like debt financing uh, mergers takeovers acquisitions buyouts these are several ways of uh, doing a corporate restructuring now uh, i would say corporate restructuring is of two types one is your financial restructuring and the other one is your uh, organization or operational restructuring so in a financial restructuring it takes place uh, when we are not able to generate enough sales when an entity is not able to generate enough profit uh, and they do not have a uh, so much amount of liquid cash to run their operations so at that point of time uh, firm resorts to debt financing which is very common like you have seen ki <clears throat> uh, corporates taking huge huge amount of loans and some have some of them have even defaulted like you must have heard of kingfisher and many such firms who have defaulted uh, on their debts so this is uh, what financial restructuring is all about then i would move to organizational restructuring so organizational restructuring is a bit of scary because uh, it involves uh, redesigning job positions uh, downsizing employees downsizing i would say laying off employees like uh, many other times we uh, hear in the news that infosys have uh, removed 1000 employees cognizant has removed 900 employees so that is kind of a corporate restructuring so these are the two types of restructuring and uh, the second part of your question which said ki uh, is there any difference between uh, strategic restructuring and corporate restructuring i would say there is a very thin line of a difference in fact i would say they are correlated mingled because uh, strategic restructuring is all about uh, taking this step when you want to develop your organization strategically like for example uh, walmart wanted to enter into indian markets Walmart is not short of cash Walmart is not in need of funds Walmart has everything and anything to run a business but they wanted to enter into indian markets hence they went on to acquire flipkart so uh, that is basically a kind of strategic restructuring when we are strategically trying to expand our organization so this is what all i would say about corporate and strategic restructuring very insightful sir and yes so like it's not just about that the company is in financial distress that they go for structure it's also about so strategy so very important yeah. so yes so and uh, so what are the cultural and structural change like challenges that businesses face when they restructure their operations sir like could you shed some light upon it sir like yeah so uh, i would start off by saying that um, when two organizations come together basically in case of a merger or in case of an acquisition so uh, they both have people from different backgrounds 
so different backgrounds different cultures and uh, now they have to work together and work in sync so that organization uh, runs smoothly but that for that to happen uh, the organizational leaders need to take a very important role basically they will have to become cultural leaders they will have to organize meetings they will have to organize informal catch ups among their employees so that employees feel at home matlab even if they are coming from a different organization they feel at home and they try to adapt to the changing environment so i would say ki cultural challenge is the most important challenge because uh, there might be some employees who want to resist working with uh, some other employees from different organization they will say ki no why will i work with him when i am uh, working with this guy from my organization then why will i try and work with him so this is a major challenge which an organization faces uh, in a restructuring process and apart from that there are many other aspects to it many other challenges so i would say ki uh, accounting aspect is involved like uh, legal and procedural issues are involved then uh, you have one more problem in the form of uh, valuation and funding so i will cover them in detail in uh, our coming questions so this was uh, basically a cultural or a structural challenge and organizing yes. yes sir and uh, sir little bit like uh, we have talked for some while about the topic so little bit let's talk about your experience sir like your auditing experience for now sir like uh, at deloitte and sir uh, also like the independent work that you have done as as a, a chartered accountant sir like what what are the sir, things that you like your travel experience your auditing experience sir, like like all you, can you talk about that sir yeah sure so uh, like uh, it has been a very great journey at deloitte so far like i have spent uh, four years uh, in deloitte and uh, like it uh, it's been very opportunistic for me because they have i have got a lot of opportunities to prove myself to uh, upscale myself and uh, so i would say ki uh, about my auditing experience of three years like um, i have traveled to many places i have went to uh, tea gardens because uh, one of my clients was a tea manufacturing company so uh, like it was a very great experience to visit a tea garden to see how tea is getting manufactured how uh, workers or pluckers are plucking tea from uh, tea leaves from the tea bushes so it was a totally uh, great experience then apart from that i have even visited bhutan uh for a audit of a five star hotel so that was also a great because like uh, you get to learn a lot like how a hotel operates basically how it is controlled by people in back end because generally if you go to a restaurant or a hotel you just uh, get to interact with the maybe receptionist or uh, maybe your waiters your servers and uh, your chef but um, once you uh, look at the back side of it you will get to know that you have to interact with many other people in the hotel who try to make it a big success like uh, they have there are finance controllers there are treasurer and many other job roles job positions so it's not easy to manage a hotel as well so uh, 
I would say ki that was my auditing experience and now since past two years I haven't been able to travel anywhere because of this pandemic so yes sir so and uh, so very interesting so that as an auditor it's not just that you go through those balance sheets and you're behind a desk it's not just a desk job right so that you yeah. clearly told and it's more also it's also about the field uh, visits and experiences so and uh, so uh, also so like uh, let's uh, come back to the topic sir and like let's take over from here so like uh, what role does strategic restructuring play in the transformation of the conventional enterprises in this technological era, sir? Okay, so um, I would say key uh, organizations like ten years back or fifteen years back uh, didn't know what technology is all about. Like um, they used to do. till date also there are firms who do accounting uh, without a computer. They they still have uh, uh, registers and they still have uh, books of accounts, traditional books of accounts. But uh, like as you mentioned, ki how strategic restructuring has helped uh, transform conventional enterprises into a technological era. Like say for example, a small company which is getting merged with a large MNC or a large company. Of course, that large MNC or a large company will be having a lot of technology, a lot of tools. Uh, and lot of workflows uh, in how they operate and their organization. So when a conventional enterprise gets uh, joined with a big MNC, they also get to know about a lot of uh, uh, tools, technologies, and they also start implementing those tools and technologies. This helps conventional enterprises to uh, learn more about technology to transform themselves into an era of technology. Like nowadays we are uh, think, uh, listening about new, new terms like artificial intelligence um, and uh, cloud. So uh, sooner or later you will have to uh, get yourself adapted to all this because uh, earlier like we had a 2 GB pen drive or a 2 GB memory chip to store data, but now technology has gone so far that we can store as much amount of data as we want over the cloud by paying off the charges. So uh, I would say in this way, strategic restructuring would help out uh, conventional enterprises to uh, transform themselves. Yes, so change is indeed necessary, sir, for any organization, sir. And uh, so uh, talking about the pandemic, sir, like uh, the pandemic has altered the environment in which businesses must now function. So the second wave of the pandemic erupted and it presented the economy with a variety of never before seen problems. How strategy and corporate restructuring in your opinion may assist businesses to deal with the economic crisis and shifting scenarios? Sir? Okay. So, um, I would say ki, like as I earlier mentioned ki restructuring is all about uh, removing employees, laying off workers, taking uh, debt from banks to run the business smoothly. Now, um, during this pandemic, like uh, if we if we have seen that uh, organizations have faced liquidity crisis, like they did not have enough cash 
to um, run their operations smoothly so uh, what they did was ki they went for uh, pay cuts or uh, they went for uh, laying off employees they started uh, removing those employees that do not add any productivity to the organization and even some because of that even some skilled work, uh, workforce was also removed so uh, i would say ki that is not the solution because in these testing times people should stand for people and instead of laying off what organizations could have done was uh, adopt to different methods like i would uh, suggest some of the solutions like uh, they could have explored options like public wage subsidies like uh, there i have uh, read articles where uh, there is mention that different different governments even indian government is offering uh, certain subsidies to uh, workers and employees who are in a lower pay grade scale so instead of removing them organizations can temporarily lay off them and provide them with a minimal amount of wages so that they cannot matlab like uh, they can also live their life and they can also uh, pass through this tough times apart from that i would say ki uh, another method which an organization can deploy is basically they can sign a temporary contract with another employer and they can uh, loan out their staff so that uh, for that particular point of time when they do not have enough cash to pay off their wages um, the wages will be paid by the other employer and in this way they will be able to retain their skilled workforce because at the end of the day i believe that workforce is the most important thing in an organization because after the certainty is uncertainty is gone pandemic is over workforce will be the one who will bring back an organization onto wheels matlab they will be the one who will work even harder to make their organization prosper and make make it a successful organization so i would say ki organization should not resort to measures which affect their uh, image as well as which um, act on the smooth running of the organization that's all so so this pandemic hasn't been like equally painful for everybody first especially people in the lower strata so they have faced more of the yeah. what this pandemic has done and so what ideas you have suggested so that's really uh, in, interesting and i think so it would, it it has brought about some in changes i guess and uh, so uh, coming to uh, the uh, last question the pandemic has shown that anything may happen at any moment and businesses must be prepared to weather the storm hmm. how can businesses become more agile resourceful and proactive in the face of such unheavens so uh, to be honest this was the uh, this was one of my favorite questions to answer like i i prepared a lot for this particular question uh, so yeah um, as you said ki uh, this pandemic uh, was uh, very uncertain it came uh, came out uh, came off suddenly and uh, we can expect such pandemics in uh, coming future so uh, businesses uh, can uh, resort to many measures i have three of them with me <clears throat> to be more agile and to be more resourceful in this testing times like covid 19 pandemic 
So uh, one could be empowering a remote workforce. Like uh, we all are working uh, from home. You guys are also taking your online classes from your home or from anywhere you are situated as of now. So, but uh, let me tell you that empowering a remote workforce doesn't mean keep providing uh, employees with a group meeting software, say Teams, say Skype or say Zoom meeting. It doesn't mean just that. It goes beyond that. Like leaders, organizational leaders need to communicate with their employees on a regular basis so that their employees become motivated, become cheerful and their productivity is not impacted. Because uh, uh, to be honest, like uh, while working from home, you, you are working outside a traditional office. You do not have that mindset to uh, work uh, in a very concentrated manner, in a very efficient manner. So to avoid that, and to uh, avoid frustration which employees go through like uh, due to long working hours working for 12 hours a day or for 15 hours a day so i would say the organizations should take up this as a challenge and should implement this going forward as well because uh, a pandemic like covid 19 can again come up so like we need to be prepared from now on ki even if such a pandemic comes again so we will be able to empower a remote workforce and we will be able to like uh, let me cite you an example uh, from my, my personal experience like uh, i am also working from home and uh, like just to encourage us uh, there are uh, many activities which are ongoing in our organization like uh, we are having a every friday fitness challenge like uh, there is someone who takes up a yoga class uh, on a virtual basis and uh, people who are interested in that fitness activity, they come up and um, they do yoga and fitness activities together. Apart from that, like uh, I have a like uh, I work in a team of 20, 25 people. So uh, we have uh, made a habit of meeting virtually for an hour on Thursdays. Like uh, everyone has to be on video. If no, if if a person is not on video, he or she has to pay a fine of 500 rupees. So um, just to encourage that uh, because uh, like we are not able to see each other physically since a very long time. So just to encourage uh, and just to keep ourselves motivated, we are uh, resorting to such activities. We are playing games over um, virtual team meetings. So this is how you can keep your employees engaged, keep them motivated to work even harder. So this was one of the solutions I would say. The second one would be your engaging customers virtually. So uh, like few guys have noticed uh, during this pandemic time, like uh, service centers, everything were closed. Uh, and uh, there were virtual agents, there were chatbots. There were other um, technology uh, implemented by companies so that their customers can be served better. Because like uh, if I if my phone gets uh, if there is a problem with my phone, how will I get it rectified during the pandemic? So uh, for all these things, uh, companies implemented several methods and I would say ki this should be continued and they should uh, like they should resort to methods like ex, uh, agents at home. Like uh, 
there are virtual call centers okay so we can implement that in all the organizations like we can uh, ask our employees who resolve customer queries to work from home and to resolve customer queries 24 into 7 because uh, what will happen in this way uh, they there won't be any harassment they won't have to waste time in traveling to different different locations uh, to resolve customer queries they can sit at their home and they can uh, address customer queries apart from that i would say ki just in order to cut cost and to ensure that liquidity is maintained organizations can resort to more of messaging more of virtual messaging like um, uh, you have seen ki uh, these days whenever you go to a say suppose airtel app or say a jio app uh, you will find that there is a virtual agent to help you out always like if you type your query they will give you a uh, automated response so i would say organization should improve on this and they should uh, like instead of uh, giving a virtual agent they should give a matlab practical agent uh, who is addressing customer queries because there might be questions from customers which cannot be resolved by a virtual agent so we need actual human being to resolve those queries so i would say that would be an another uh, alternative and apart from that uh, these days as i mentioned earlier as well ki these days companies are uh, focusing more on cloud data architecture artificial intelligence so these are another uh, it tools which can be implemented to resolve customer queries to engage customers virtually to engage them in uh, activities so that uh, companies get their attention they can it will help them eventually in building a good brand image as well as in uh, boosting their sales so i would say ki these are some of the methods apart from that one last point i would like to highlight over here is that uh, organization should focus on reducing their operating costs and should focus on um, expanding their supply chain to make it more flexible like uh, during this pandemic when uh, lockdowns and restrictions were imposed all the supply chains were cut off and supply chains are generally meant for uh, to provide materials and inputs at wherever they are required how they are required but this particular premise was disrupted during the covid-19 pandemic because uh, movement of goods was totally stopped only necessary items were being Uh, allowed to uh, move from one place to another so there was a lot of uh, chaos at that point of time like even there was situation like when we had to face stockouts like uh, you you won't get proper amount of um, rationing i would say when you want that because uh, people were uh, buying in bulk and they were keeping and keeping it stacked at their homes in this way uh, people who are uh, uh, below poverty line how would they survive like uh, so this should not be the case so for this i would say ki um, company should resort to zero based cost budgeting like they uh, every cost which a company is incurring they should uh, have a justified reason for that apart from that uh, company should focus on inventory reallocation and uh, delivering goods on priority basis it should not be like a, uh, a product which is not in demand and which is not in priority um, they are delivering that they are supplying that in bulk 
and the product which is an hour of need they are not supplying that product at right point of time so i would say ki like uh, be uh, in the in the middle of the pandemic if you guys remember there was a shortage very severe shortage of oxygen cylinders people were dying because of that so it should not be the case like uh, that was an hour of need and uh, people even did black marketing of oxygen cylinders which was not at all a matlab uh, right from point of humanity so these are the things which should be kept in mind and uh, in this way we will matlab uh, we can make the organization more agile and more resourceful that's all. Uh, yes so uh, very rightly you pointed out so that it, for companies is just not about just giving a video conference software and so your three ways to so like engage the uh, employees the customers and uh, so uh, maintaining the supply chain and uh, finding ways to prevent panic buying so very insightful so from uh, very insightful i found it so and uh, so uh, to summarize it so like i think so you you clear you brought a clear clear clarity on what is strategic and corporate uh, restructuring so and i think so we have un- understood well so and also uh, so that uh, we we would carry forward this thing with us sir and now moving on to the vote of thanks sir i would like to express my gratitude to all the members who are uh, present here from consult for the presence and contribution to this webinar i extend my gratitude to pius sir to uh, take out time from his busy schedule for this podcast so it's have been a wonderful experience sir thank you sir uh, thank you bishal and thank you everyone from the consult club who who are present uh, this saturday morning uh, thank you to each one of you so it was a great experience for me as well i got to learn a lot from you guys as well and um, i hope like uh, we get to interact soon again so thank you so much sir